guys, it's me. I'm back. What's up, party people? This is this this show is taking a turn for the. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Monster Bass Live, which happens to probably probably be our last show ever. Uh, and we're gonna make sure it's a great one. We're gonna break down this month's box. We're gonna give away some stuff. We're gonna take some calls, maybe. Um, and we're even gonna talk about some spinner baits and buzz baits that I'm trying to design and maybe get your help. But, uh, again, a lot comes down to whether or not uh, you guys decide to call me up on the phone. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, it's been an interesting week. Um, Black Friday's over. Uh, we had the college football final seedings and pairings, and there was all that drama. And I'll tell you what, I would have paid $29 to, to watch all the old guys in the boardroom make the decisions for – who would be the final four uh, seeds in this. And uh, and it would have been so interesting to sit here and listen to the arguments and then realize that half of them are in somebody's back pocket, so it wasn't going to make much of a difference. But uh, listen, we're on a mission to help you catch your PB as you know it, and we'd like to think we give you everything that you need, from the right baits to the right tips and the right motivation, everything, plus the support of you guys at home. To help you go out and crush your personal best, and I'd like to celebrate a few that have been brought to my attention this week. All right. Uh, Fix, you want to put up some people on the screen for me? I would love to congratulate Cody Bitterman, six-pounder out of Michigan. He caught this on a spinnerbait. Cody's been a member since 2020. Thanks for your support, Cody. Uh, secondly, we've got Jack Little Jr. It's not the picture I thought I was going to see. I expected to see, you know, little junior. Uh, five pounds, eight ounces on a swim jig. Uh, we got Will Markin, seven pounds, two ounces out of Ohio. He was jigging a rubber worm. Interesting. Uh, Nick Powderly, seven pounds, eight ounces on a chatterbait in Missouri. That's an interesting grab right there. All right, and last but not least, uh, Paris Hilton Jones, four pounds, five ounces out of Alabama on a small swim bait. Congrat oh, bro, congratulations. He is decked out like a pro. Good on you, little man. Good on you. Start him young. Start him young. So, uh, all right, we're going to give away a few things today. Um, I want to make sure that we're really clear. Let me make sure I don't mess this up for you guys. I want to see what we're giving away. You know, Rafi's not here, but we're going to save that for, for when Chris gets on. Uh Golden tickets, as you know, we're gonna we're gonna give away some golden ticket prizes. So uh, if you've got a golden ticket, put your numbers in the chat. We're gonna pick someone at the end of the show. Uh, golden tickets are going away at the end of this month, so keep keep that in mind. Um, and then we're gonna figure out who who answered, who gave the best questions. Um, Rafi's not here, so I, I think we should go to the best questions. So who's calling in and asking those questions here on our last show ever? Um, and then of course uh, we got five questions. Wow. Wow. Hold on. Mm. Liquid death does it to you every time. Um, we got five questions. <laughs> we got five questions with Chris. 
and <laughs> hopefully we'll get to that. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about today's show because Rafi's not here. So let's uh, let's give a warm welcome to Chris and uh, Mr. Wishing I was fishing. How's it going, man? I'm good. I'm I'm excited. We got no Rafi. We got nobody getting hung up on. I hope and no interruptions. We're gonna, we're gonna treat each other kindly this week. We'll see yeah. what happens. I think I might actually finish a sentence. I, you know, we'll see what happens. So <laughs> I mean, we'll far, see. I, so far, so, so yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say liquid death. I have some around the corner in a box, but I wanted to give a shout out to Nick, the shirtless PB with that backhanded gangster hold. Like that was, that's pretty solid. I like that. That was pretty. It's a new look. That was pretty that's good. That was pretty good. It's so good how stuff. you been? And then, been good. Life's been crazy. You said Black Friday, catching up on the sales, shipping stuff out. And you know, the family's planning to come into town for Christmas. Uh, your son, is your son coming home for Christmas or are you just avoiding you? What do you got? Yeah, my son's actually coming home tomorrow and then we're cool. taking, uh, we're going to see the Grinch that stole Christmas with his little sister because his mom's remarried. And so we're all, the family's getting together. We're going to Pantages to watch the Grinch that stole Christmas oh, cool. and uh, that'll be fun. And we'll eat some sushi and then I'll send him back for his final, his last final exam. And then he's home for a month. It's going to be great. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we got uh, my son there. The both of them are coming in from Utah. They want to do a surf trip or two and uh, got some fun family stuff going on. So, yeah, holidays are right rolling through. Excited. I love that. I love that. You know, I was uh, I was talking with Fixie earlier because, you know, he's about to have a kid and I, I figured I'd get him started early. So I took him with me this weekend, uh, you know, because I'm a scoutmaster and you're you're a scoutmaster. And I took him to the gun range and had him. Uh, uh, teach the kids some gun safety and used to have seen the kids where like, you know, Fixie brought a nine millimeter and uh, I had the kids pick out a 22 and, you know, one had like the old cowboy revolver and the other one, yeah. wanted a, the other one wanted a rifle and you should have seen the, it was straight up. Like they offered him like an old, you know, an old fashioned rifle one at a time. And then they offered him one that looked like an, you know, an AR and it was straight out of a zombie apocalypse. And that kid was like so quick to say, give me that gun. That's awesome. No, I like the scout stories. I got to give credit real quick. I had a scout when I first kind of moved back to this area where we live and we went on a camping trip and this kid was always talking about fishing. He's crazy. He's sending me pictures of like these six, seven pound fish. So he gets all the credit for me diving deep into bass fishing. But the fun story I'll share is we were up camping and he was just kind of being a little bit of a pest always snickering at the other kids, bugging me a little bit. He was throwing rocks at me because I was swimming and training for like a triathlon. So I was swimming laps around this high mountain lake and he's throwing rocks and kind of being funny. So when we went to leave, I put like a four pound rock in his backpack and we hiked the six miles back down to the truck. And I said, Hey, uh, can you give me my favorite rock you carried? And he's like, what are you talking about? I go in your backpack. I, uh, I had my favorite rock I found it's in your backpack. So he pulls it out and Best response ever. The kid just walks over and he goes, touche. Uh. And that was like best friends from that point on. He's gone on to college. He's an absolute stud, but he gets the credit for getting me into bass fishing. And, and that memory of the whole scout interaction, those those times are priceless. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's so awesome. cool. Kudos to you for still doing that and being involved with the scouts. That's a, that's a cool project. And I mean, lifetime interactions. I'm now the merit badge counselor for fishing. Imagine that. And uh, imagine that. It's cool. We get to have some really cool moments with the kids and teach them some neat life skills. So that's yeah, fun. Totally. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So um, we got a pretty good box and uh, it just came today. And so I figured, why not break it down? Why don't we talk about the baits that came in this month's box? 
and <laughs> and then let's take some calls. Because what I want to hear from you guys, because like I said, this is our last show ever. And uh, the reason why I figured that it should be the last show is that it doesn't seem like anyone's interested in talking with me. And uh, as my therapist says, it doesn't always <laughs> have like, to be. It doesn't always have to be about me. Are you personally offended? I feel. I mean, we got some eyes on this show. People are getting ready to call in. I think let's no. throw that number up there. Let's see if they can call. I I'm with you. Let's get callers to call in if we can about each bait. Yeah. Let's talk about the box. Let's break it down. I think the hotline number's up. Call and talk to Rick. Talk him into staying live, producing the show. Let him know how much we love him. He kind of needs, I think that seasonal depression setting in. It's Christmas time. He's sad. Yeah. But let's let's talk, let's talk fishing to cheer him up a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we can do. After all, we're only awarding prizes if you call in. So, I mean, it's not like I'm bribing you or anything. All right, so so Chris, so when I put together this month's box, I did so um, thinking about the fact that, right, depending on where in the country you live and fish, obviously we're facing different different you know conditions, but regardless, for the most part, uh, the weather's getting colder, uh, fish are getting finickier, and uh, it's 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 almost like depending on on how that cold front's pushing, depending on the temperature of the water. They could be all over the map. And so I started thinking about the baits. And, you know, most of the time people are like, well, it's December. I don't always fish. I said, okay, well, let's put together something that you may be really interested in when you see it. And, um, and so I wanted, like I said, I wanted to make sure I could get you on fish no matter where in the water column. So... Um, the first bait in the box, and again, for everyone at home, your box might be a little bit different because if you're in Florida, I'm in California. So some of these baits will be the same. Some of them could be a little bit different. Uh, for the most part, all the hard baits are exactly the same in the boxes. I did that by design, and I'm going to explain that to you. But let's first, and forth, let's first talk about this month's lead bait. Uh, this is from American Snakehead. I don't know if you guys can see that. I got it. Yeah, that looks, we can see it. All right. I'll open it up. I'll just rip it open. So, uh, so I was talking <clears throat> with Bear, the owner of the company. And so I think uh, uh, for, first, can I, can I preface? Yeah, please. Snakehead. So yeah. I know snake, snakehead fish are gnarly. Like they're water dragons. So I don't know if everyone understands the namesake of the brand. That bait is built to handle snakehead fish. And they are, they're the nastiest creatures, super aggressive. They will eat pretty much anything. They're really fun to catch topwater. They destroy baits, but they're, they're a great predator fish. If that bait can handle a snakehead, it's gonna be awesome for bass. So I just wanted to preference that it's not just the name, they're targeting species. And it's a predator fish, feeds just like a bass. So keep, keep going what you learn from them because I'm excited to hear about this bait. Yeah, so he grew up in uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey fishing for bass. And then he started coming across snakehead as, as he got a little bit south. And, you know, they would just tear up the bait that he was fishing. And so he, he wanted to design his own baits. And I don't want to tell too much of the story because he's going to be on the show, in a, I think, next week. But he designed... Wait, wait, wait. We're, not, we're never having another show. We're never doing this again. You can't, well, you can't share the future well, shows. If I, ha if, if I have a future show, he's going to be on it. Okay. All right. That felt that sounds better. Yeah, because I mean, at some point, it could be just myself and him talking for all I care. 
<laughs> Nobody wants to talk to me. All right. So so he designed this bait, and uh, if you, I don't know if you can see these. Hold on. The I blades, the, the the hammered blades. Those I want to talk all about those. I'm excited. Yeah. Look at those things. Yeah. So this is a three eighths ounce Cobra spinner bait. Uh, I believe it's got a mustad hook, and this thing is designed to take abuse from big angry fish, like you said. And so the first thing I, I, I did when I saw this, I got a little nervous. I said, I don't know, it's for snakeheads. And so I, I sent some to the boys down in Texas, and they were fishing with them, and they are like, no, no, these things are legit. Um, the first, like you said, the first thing you notice is these really big blades, and they are, there's a silver and a gold. Fixie's trying to get it there. Right there. Oh, yeah, that's good. So can we talk about the honeycomb pattern here? Right yeah, there? please talk to me because so, I, what I don't know is why. Okay, so honeycomb, hammered blades add resistance. If you think of the hydrodynamics of water going over a smooth blade, it travels quicker over the smooth blade. So as that honeycomb or hammered, however they're doing it, but his look like a honeycomb hammered, it's mm -hmm. causing water basically to slow down when it goes over that blade. So as that blade's spinning, it's creating more drag which means mm. that's going to suspend the bait. It's going to be able to fish it slower. And wintertime, whether it was accident or, or by divine design, you have a perfect bait to throw. And I, I may have known, I, I say this all the time, everyone immediately thinks you need this to catch fish in the winter. That bait you're holding is exactly one part of this bait that everyone thinks yeah. of in the winter. Take that spinner bait and throw it and let it sink and now you have those blades that have a ton of resistance and it's vibrating it's calling the fish to them in the winter it's just like that movement we talked about last week with the blade bait it is vibrating and yelling at the fish come and eat me and because of those blades are hammered it gives more resistance you can fish it even slower without mm. it hitting the bottom and dragging it's a nice it's three eighths ounce it's perfect just send it, let it sink, and then just tick the bottom. And because those blades have that extra drag, it'll just stay right off the, the bottom and, and you're going to catch some fish. So that's that's the reason those blades are made that way. They, they actually produce more resistance. So it's Amazing. an awesome way to make it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and it's got a hand-tied skirt. It's got a six-aught, so it's a little bit bigger of a hook. Um, but this this looks like uh, just it's going to slay fish. And And I'd love to know... Do we have anyone on the line? I'd love to know what their thoughts are about this bait. Yeah, let's bring on somebody. Let's do it. Go ahead, caller. Welcome to the last show ever. What do you think about this bait? I think it's pretty good. That's it? Pretty good? It's pretty good, but... Um, Where are you calling from? I like the white. What? Where it's you Brian Rand from Maine. Oh, how would I know, Brian? I mean, <laughs> it's Brian. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I can't see the screen. Oh, it's too. I'm too. I'm too old. And uh, listen, I gave yeah, up. Yeah. I gave up trying yeah. the moment we, the show got canceled. So, I just want to say thank you for your oh, support. Okay. You're uh, you're like number one on my list. Thank you. You got cheers. I mean, cheers. Yeah. Cheers to Brian. Yeah. Out of Maine. Thanks. Yeah, cheers to Brian. Right. So, right. Cheers to Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, you have any comments about uh, the spinnerbait? 
I can't wait to fish it in the spring. Uh, we get snow on the ground, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's hard to ice fish that kind it's of about bait. 20 right. degrees today. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Oof. No, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the springtime, that thing's going to bring them out. That, Rick, that bait looks so good. The coloring from, I mean, I'm in Northern California. Yeah. I'm at about 2,000 feet elevation. We got temperatures in the 40s, whatever water's dipping down pretty quick but we get to fish that kind of bait all year long the california delta that bait winter time awesome so mm. i feel bad i feel bad for brian up there what, what are you looking at fishing conditions are you getting iced over are you still got open water what do you got where you're at still get open water i mean it's but the small creeks the small areas of snow into it so nothing hadn't up yet and do you are you a big spinnerbait fisherman when it comes springtime summer? We're in your waters. What what do you think of spinnerbaits? Is that a, a normal draw for you? Not normally. I mean, chatterbaits, jerkbaits, crankbaits. Wow. Pretty much. Awesome. Plus, trying out we... different techniques. I like it. Now, do, Brian, you, do you do you travel? I was going to say, do you travel to fish and go to other areas, or do you fish mostly around your home? Um, up and down the state, from Maine. So, it's awesome. Brian, what do you do for a living? If if you don't mind me asking, I like deliver Chinese food. I love that. Only uh, Chinese. How much does it, only how much does it cost? I'm hungry. That sounds great. Is it yeah. is it a lot to come to California? <laughs> It's like a long drive, I guess, for Uber. <laughs> What's the best thing that they make at the restaurant you deliver for? Uh, shrimp and a lobster sauce. Mm. All right, I got to go. I, yeah. I got to Show, go. Show's over. <laughs> I got to make a call. See who could deliver that around here. Yeah. That's that awesome. Sounds, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, Brian. So, okay, Brian, okay. what's your, what's your, P, I want to know your, what's your PB up there in Maine? What kind of fishing you got into? I'm going to go four eleven. Just below four. Three what? Just below four. Three nine. I was close. Close. And what'd you, what, what'd you, yeah. what'd you catch, that, what'd you catch that fish on? Uh, wacky worm. Yamasenko. Uh, Done. I like it. Mm. So mm. my guy, see right there. There Work it all over the country. You know, you throw those baits out there. The fish are hungry. They eat it. Yeah. Got a three nine smallie, I'm guessing. And good on you. I think for everyone watching yeah, at home. Blade baits look cool. Which ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are pretty the cool. Blade baits. You're, you're getting one in the mail pretty soon. As soon as the, as soon as the dog sleds <laughs> make it up there. Yeah. That's coming. Those, are, those work in your... <laughs> Your neck of the woods. That's a good bait up by you. You got open water, uh, blade bait. You're going to find some fish. It's going to be fun. Keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I bundle up. Got it. Got to stay bundled up. Brutal. You and, you and my Chinese food need to stay warm. Definitely. Ooh. Brian, wait. I got, I got an announcement coming soon. Uh, it'll probably come across either carrier pigeon or via email since there's no shows anymore. But. I've got uh, I've got oh, wow. some special news, and uh, I think you'll like it more than other people. But that's that's for another day. Awesome. <clears throat> so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you calling in, man. 
Yep. I Thanks, just, Brian. You know, it's the last show, supposedly. Yep. So. Yep. Last show. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you feel good about yourself. You got somebody to call you. I think I you should, like your I therapist is going to be so excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I, hey, I'm can excited. I, can I talk yeah. about, I want to talk about that big hook. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So you got your bait, you got your trailer and a lot of yeah. people like to use these trailers and you take your average cross style trailer. This is our friends over at X zone. I know we've had them in the box a lot. Mm -hmm. So we've got this craw. If a lot of people will put the craw on as a normal, like chatterbait on its side, when you put it vertical to kind of mimic a bait fish of sort, kind of hard to see, but having that extra big hook is kind of nice if you're mounting your baits sideways. So just something to consider when you're talking about that six odd, it allows you to change the profile of your baits from running them flat to a vertical application. So it's kind of nice. There's a bunch of baits out there that are a lot of fun that look a lot like a bait fish but their body's wide and that that cuts down on that gap opening to set the hook. So having that bigger hook in there, that's going to be a plus um, if you're going to be running those baits vertical. So something to think about. All right. I love that. Let's uh, let's go to the next bait in the box. Let's go with this one. This is not, so here's a brand that's been around for a million years. I guarantee you fished it as a kid. I bet <laughs> your father fished it as a kid. If your father fished, but I would venture to guess that a lot of people on here have fished this bait before, or at least this brand, and that's Excalibur. So, so Excalibur was bought and sold, bought and sold, went away for a little bit, and they came back, and uh, this is a half-ounce suspending jerk bait, and uh, it's got two... <clears throat> doesn't say... Oh, this is VMC hooks... I don't like the lighting. Good thing it's a lot. No, that was, that, that was good. No, you yeah. were zoomed in. It actually showed up pretty well. I'm going to say I went out fishing with my buddy John the other day, and it's yeah. cold here. It's wintertime, and we're yeah. kind of pouty because we want to go out and catch our 40, 50 fish days, but that's just not happening. I started with a similar bait, a finder jerk bait, yeah. threw it up in the shallows because we launched from the marina. We're kind of spoiled. I've got a pontoon boat set up for fishing in the marina and went around by the boat docks up by the shallow, and I threw a jerk bait real fast, just like that cast it over and two fish kind of followed it and i was kind of moving it fast yeah. and i'm watching the fish and i thought ah there's still some fish in the shallows and i threw to the opposite corner knowing there should be some fish there and i changed the cadence slowed way down jerked saw the fish come up paused waited and it's so hard to be patient jerked again holy one baby snap and then caught the best fish of the day on my end right there in the shallows. Then we moved offshore to see what the fish had done. So where we're at, we were figuring out this transition is not all the fish had pulled out of the shallows. And it wasn't because it was warm or sunny and they were coming back up to sun. They just haven't made the transition because it's not super cold yet. So having that bait in there, two pieces is if there's any fish left in the shallows, you're gonna catch them with a bait like that. You really need to slow down and change because they're not gonna smash it like they probably did in the summertime. The other reason that bait's good, and then a bait we'll talk about that flat side in a little bit, is when the wintertime push comes and all the fish have really transitioned to deeper water, as soon as it's a clear day, as soon as it's sunny and you've got rock structure in your lake or you have some hard structure, maybe some trees, that's going to transmit to that solar energy, to that heat. Those fish are going to come up there. So again, that same bait presentation, when you're thinking all the fish have moved offshore, in those days where they're going to come up and try to sun and get warm and maybe feed up there, that that bait is going to be very mm -hmm. useful. 
being a suspending bait like that. So don't discredit, don't everyone thinks we talked about some of the most overrated brands of these jerk baits that you have to get these deep water jerk baits. The only way you can catch fish in the winter time of the jerk bait is super deep. A suspending bait like that, that's got a little bit shallow bill on it, you're going to still get that down, you know, three, four feet and you're going to find some fish in the winter time with it. So that's a good bait to have. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Maybe it says to six feet. I don't know what it says on it. It says six and a half feet. That's a first. I've never seen. That's all. I've never seen the half. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So exactly six and a half feet. Yeah. And <laughs> because that darn fish that was right. a six and a half, feet, I couldn't catch it with that six foot one. Right. And the cool part is, is you can mess with that. People always remind folks that the line selection, that resistance mm. of your line, historically baits were tested on ten pound. But the issue is, is 10 pound fluoro versus 10 pound something else. The diameters have changed over the years. You can talk about this introduction of spider wire braid. 10 pound is a gauge. What folks need to do is fish their own line and then change and, and go up four or five or six pounds different and then see where that bait is floating, see where it's at. If you got fancy forward facing sonar, you can actually see the depth of your bait on that forward facing sonar. The line resistance, the bigger the line, the heavier the line, the shallower that bait is going to be fishing. So something to consider. Wait a minute. Uh, that's six and a half feet. That's, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm using bigger line, it's only going to six. So I probably won't catch fish. So this thing's, Forget it. you know what? I'm sorry. Throw I put it, I'm, I'm sorry. I put it in the box. It. It's the wrong bait. Yeah. Let's, that's, uh, that's let's take a call. And before we do, before we do. Pixie, and the one after that. Uh, before we do, I just want to remind you guys that uh, if you're tuning in for the first time or you caught the show a little bit late, this is our last show. So make sure you put your uh, your golden ticket numbers in the chat. Make sure that uh, yeah, you call in and ask questions because my therapist said if I don't get at least 150 like thumbs ups, you know, uh, we might have to shut down the entire company. I don't know. Probably, probably not, but like, oh, you know, just Is like it this April thing Fool? He got Heather in the chat over here and Heather's saying it's crying shame. She got back into fishing because of this show and yeah. the monster fest box. And you, people are just, it's going to be a, it's be rough holidays. Yeah, so, it is. Right. It's like, uh, when the Dukes of Hazzard got canceled, let's, uh, let's take Charles Waltos from Hartford, Connecticut. Go ahead, Charles. What's going on, man? Hey, not much, Rick. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to talk with you and see Chris on on the line and see his beautiful uh, lure pantry there. I'm very excited to uh, ask him to send me one of each. <laughs> oh, does, he'll right. do that no problem. He, no, I mean, here, let me. I'll get him right now. Yeah, yeah. Here. That lure pantry is just packed. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so. You know, I'm a I'm a longtime listener, of course. Um, you've probably seen some of my emails come across. But um, when we're digging into lures and what we're angling with, I'm using usually a drop shot. And I've really fallen in love with the drop shot recently. Um, but with the spinner bait that you just displayed, my last um, – it was right around a four-pounder I caught with one of the uh, red-eye special spinner baits from one of your um, mm -hmm. boxes, which was, um, it was a nice catch. It was a good struggle. I uh, felt like I snatched onto a, um, a structure, and then I felt <laughs> the tip wiggle, and I knew it was a fish, so I brought it in. 
Um, and the craziest thing is my, my trailer was a, uh, was a curly tail worm that I strapped on it. <laughs> kind of funny, huh? I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> Just trying different, different tactics, you know? Nice. Yeah, I mean. So let me can I let me ask you, can what kind of drop shot baits are you you using right now? Because I went out yesterday and was fishing, kind of like a soft plastic fluke, and I was fishing it a little more aggressive, in my mind, mimicking that jerk bait. But the drop shot allows you to get that rig right down. You don't have to wait for the suspending jerk bait or anything to slowly sink. I I put it on a drop shot, extended my drop shot to like 24 inches so it's going to keep it a little higher in that water column but i was fishing a fluke what are you using for your drop shot baits right now this time of year yeah i'm actually using the um berkeley power bait max sense flatworms um the colors i really like to use this is the smoke black purple and the black um but i have had success with the gobi and the um the uh what is it called the gobiachi gobiashi I've had, I've had great success with all of those lures. Um, it's just really fun. I, I, I usually string my, in deeper water, I'll use a three eighths ounce weight. Um, only string it about 12 inches after the hook, past yep. the hook. And then, um, with, uh, shallower waters, I'll switch to a one eighth ounce and just, um, the same length, just let it, just let it hang. And it's almost, immediate when a strike happens and it's really fun when you're able to snag a big one i live in connecticut um i fish up in massachusetts sometimes a buddy of mine lets me fish on his uh private lake beaver lake out there Ooh. and with that type of um setup i was able to bring in a what was it 3.1 ounce largey um nice. i i haven't had really you know real huge large um but I'll take those any day. Okay. Yeah. No, three pounds. That's good. And then we got a bait similar. We're going to talk about it a little bit. We got like a leech that's in the box. I know, but that's, you're talking about that flat side worm. Those they're great. They're you're mimicking a small forage fish of some sort and the fish are going to eat fish. That's a great call. Yeah. So that's what I had going on. And, you know, I wanted to call and just make my presence. Appreciate I, it. I hope you like my uh, my image that I have posted on there. Where I always uh, that's my favorite image when I got when I got that sticker. That was like I see the hoodie. I see the hoodie online. And I'm gonna have to get it before you guys close up that uh, that line because which one? You know when you the the MB with the um the steal your MB. Oh, there's only one sticker. left. What size are you? <laughs> I, I I'm swear, a large. there's only one large. Oh, I'm pretty confident. I'm more large than extra. I, I swear What's to God, much, steel. I'll tell you right now, I'm pretty confident that it's a large. I know I just looked at this a few days ago. There's one left, and it's a large. One left, right, and I'll never, I'll and, and just right so you know, now. I'm never going to make it again. It's called Steal Your Bass. You better hurry. Steal Your Bass. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm on I'm on the site right now yeah. on your apparel and hoodies. Only one so left. Only one left. <laughs> that's amazing. And it's in the gray, and I'm putting it in the cart right now. There you go. Done. 
Done. Just selling selling hoodies during the show. I like it. Listen, as a guy that went to more than 60, 60 of those shows, <laughs> I loved I loved it when we made that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, listen, I appreciate you calling in, man. No worries. I'll stay on the chat and talk to you guys later. I'm glad you let me uh, help you name some of those lures, those worms from the other week. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, made them personal <laughs> no no i love that i love that it's awesome we love it i'm gonna give you an opportunity later right. i'm gonna i'm gonna give you an opportunity later on in this show if we get through all the calls to name one more bait because i've got one that no one's really seen yet so 10 four. thanks a lot all right man thank you all right let's we got a lot of calls chris i think That's that i you, think there was people like you people like they a, got scared for you there was a call to arms and yet we still only have like 19 thumbs up. See, this is the, this is the part I don't understand. All right, let's go to the next bait. Uh, people, people, hey, just so you know, people don't do that thumbs up thing anymore. That's just like that's just yeah. an extra thing. They're on the show. They're watching. You got eyes on the line. You know I know we got people chatting. It's if we can beg people to thumbs up us, but you know, I shouldn't have okay. to beg. I, I just shouldn't. <laughs> I I don't thumbs up stuff. I'm going to give people Hey, sorry. I'll try to be better about thumbs up in your videos when I watch you on YouTube, but don't. I'm going to thumbs up everybody. All right. right, The next bait in the box is uh, from Strike King. It is a KVD 1.5 flat side. And. uh, Ooh. Nice. How how flat is KVD's flat side? Can you can you open? That? I want to see it. Is yeah. it is it, it kind of rounded? I feel like his might be a little bit. It's rounded. a little rounded. It's All a right, little I rounded. Just, like I just like I don't know if we can. No, I see it. Like that's it's okay. That's pretty flat. I'm okay with that. That's I see it. Yeah, right there. So I think that the thing here is again this hydrodynamic understanding of what's going on. That bait mm-hmm. instead of being rounded and a little bulbous it's kind of squared off on the top. So I grabbed one of my old favorite. This is the same kind of thing right here. So the Spro, John Cruz had this thing. This was one of the OG ones and I, I yeah. love this bait. And when that was released, I don't think they called it a flat side because that that term and that idea, I don't know if that was, re- I, I really want to find out. Somebody call in and tell me, when did this naming of a crankbait deep diver versus a standard crankbait and then now the flat side? When did that take off? Do you, Rick, do you do you have an idea of like when you're dealing with baits and designs, when the word flat side really came around? I don't, but you'll be happy to know this dives to eight and a half feet. <laughs> We're getting suspicious specific today. Yeah. So we got a, we, we got six and a half, we got eight and a half. So it's funny because you think of these baits right here and, and everyone knows that these, I mean, we got the rattle trap yeah, name that we drop around there. So uh, then we call them liplesses because we can't use trademark names. The hydrodynamics, that tight wobble, and that's these people that get nervous of what they're calling baits. It moves quicker because when you think of that rounded edge, it pillows and pushes and actually can billow into the water and it's side to side movement and can kind of crank a little more. That flat side pushes and it has more water resistance against it and it turns and it snaps and it, it comes back. The thing to really look at your flat side and you talk about the back end of your bait. And you really think of these liplesses and you think of something that's a little sharper on the back end that cuts back through the water even quicker. And so you think of flat sides, one piece, but then the, the diameter and width of that tail and how sharp it is, that tight wobble 
that's what we're talking about is creating something with a tight wobble that's not got so much movement and that's that wintertime feeding frenzy that we talk about when they're getting up in the shallows blade bait all these things to really get that that pitch of the resonation i don't even know what the fish are listening to or feeling it but whatever they have that response to that movement of a bait that's a little tighter and a little quicker that flat side bait's going to work great so that's something to really key into is all of the baits that seem to be working and driving a bite home in the winter blade bait flat side spoon all these things that move real quick like that that's why that bait works so i think that's a great addition to have in the box i don't disagree with you let's uh let's hit the phone lines go up. Yeah. When I say hit the phone lines, that means hit the phone lines, bro. Oh. Go ahead, caller. Welcome to the last show. Last show, my foot. Hello, uh, Chris, Rick. <laughs> hey, Hello. What's up, what's up T Rex? Why are you calling me out like that? Not much. You talked to hey, me. Uh, did, real quick, did you get my text message yesterday? Who are you talking to, Chris or me? I didn't get it. You. I don't have I don't have Chris's number. You want it? I'll, I'll give it to you over there. Everyone, get a pencil. If you if you guys have fishing questions, get ready because Mister Wish and I was fishing will answer all your questions long after I'm gone. It's fine. Uh, T Rex, did you text me? Yesterday? I have him. I have him on Instagram, so I just yeah. I can privately message him. It, yeah, people ask me all the time. Follow the oh. show. I love it. Jo- oh, oh, <laughs> you know I'm notorious yeah. for this. I don't know if you can see this, but I wrote you a response. I never, never hit send. <laughs> Here, I'll hit send right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Is that why you That's, were on hold for 15 it, minutes? To, to, to shame me for not responding? No, uh, no, no, no. I just wanted to make sure you got that message because I appreciate. Uh, I'll have... We'll talk about it later. Anyway... uh I, I want to talk about that spinner with the uh, honeycomb yeah. uh, spinners on it. Yeah, I used to have one of those, and I used to fish it quite a bit out the California aqueduct. And uh, slow rolling that thing, bringing it up current, man, I used to sling bass all day with that thing. Then I lost it. And you can't find them here in California. Well, you can actually. It's called a monster bass box. Yeah, it's coming. Because everyone in California well, yeah. is getting one of those. I'll well, tell yeah, you. One, anybody doesn't want theirs, you can send it to T-Rex. It, T-Rex wants them. T-Rex, I'm going to remind you and everyone else listening, <laughs> a spinner bait. Check this out. This spinner bait, when you're swimming this thing back, as soon as you pause, that's now a spoon. And that's that's that movement that I think oh, sometimes yeah. we're thinking of monster bass. And you obviously get it. And I know where you're oh. fishing out there, the aqueduct. This is a spinner bait. It's spinning. It's great. It's calling fish. As soon as that falls, because I stop reeling, it's instantly a. It's an erratic fall. You don't. You do not have to run this into things to create an erratic fall with your bait. That skirt can pulse. That blade can move. I was just watching a great video from Bearded Bass. He does the coverage on our Windy Wednesdays, and he reached up to wipe his camera. And as soon as he stopped reeling, he wiped his camera. You watched his bait. He went back to reel it instantly. The tip went down. He caught his fish. So it's just all those things. Remember those, those 
blades on there. There's a lot of spoons that are pounded. And that's what always reminds me of like, oh yeah, that's, that's two spoons on a blade setup. That's an awesome bait and you can give it all the movement you want. So that's a really cool way to fish those. That's a really, that's a really interesting tip. I would have never thought that. So, so in theory, so when I'm fishing a spinner bait, why not just give it a pause every now and then and just when I'm cranking it back, give it a pause you, you and watch, let it drop. You watch pros all the time and they're fishing and they don't always talk about it, but it's the cadence retrieve and you're, yeah. you're go, you can kind of real pulse it. I lift my rod when a fish is following something and then it, it kind of raises, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's going to get away from me. And then you pause, it drops and falls. And so if you can change the, the elevation in this, this water column, it's swimming. It's great the movement, the cadence, all the time we think a crankbait has to hit against something to do that. It can go, your spinnerbait's really effective if it hits some grass, rip it through the grass. Same thing with a chatterbait bladed jig. That's when you're getting a lot of your strikes is that movement. Create the movement yourself. Jig it, bounce it, lift your rod tip, pause, have a drink, whatever that you're going to find out. You're going to catch a lot more fish that way. Wow. That's a, that's a really good tip. Thank you. It is. We're here to help. That's our job. Well, I do, I do have one more. I do have one more question before we uh, part ways. Okay. Um, and this is for Chris because you know I know he's just a, a plethora of knowledge. So <laughs> when you're using the jerk bait, yeah. um, how do you feel about? Because I, I used to always run the jerk bait with braid. Uh, depending on the depth and what I was throwing, you know, depending on the size of the braid. But recently I switched over to a 20 pound braid with about a 10 foot liter of sun, uh, 10 pound sniper line. Yep. Smart. I'll tell you, I, if you're asking my opinion, I think when I'm fishing a jerk bait, very often it's in clear water and the vision of the fish becomes important. We want to move stuff really fast and make sure those fish don't get a good look at some baits. But when you pause this bait and you jerk it and it sits there and suspends, they're going to come up and they're going to see a really good view of it. And that jerk baits just look like a fish and it's like a monster bash jerk bait. got something with that front red hook, all these things enticing it. If they get a glimpse of that line and they're a little line shy, it's going to discourage them from taking the bite. So I always run a fluorocarbon leader. I do throw it on braid. I do fluorocarbon. I don't go less than 10 pounds, but I definitely have a leader on all of my jerk baits. I don't go straight braid. I also, and I'll tell you, I'm not a big fan of the way braid. If I jerk real hard, I just, in my mind, I think that braid can kind of clump up in front of it. It's the fluorocarbon stays normally a little bit stiff away from it. As you get, and that's what I do with my top water, I'm running like 20 pound fluorocarbon. And that way when I pop it, I'm walking the dog or something, it always stays away from the bait. 10 pound is strong enough, jerk bait, fluorocarbon, maybe 12 pound, maybe go up to 14 pound if you think you're getting into some really big fish and you're in dirtier water. But having that braid tied directly to it, chances are you're scaring some fish and they're seeing that and it's gonna put them off. The, the, the big reason is, is you're probably fishing over the top of those fish for a while before that bait gets to them. And if that braid's going by them a whole lot, you, you have a chance of missing those fish. Hope that helps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I've been doing it now for a couple of months, and and catching a jerk bait has probably improved a good twenty twenty five percent. So, 
that's why I wanted to bring it up so other people could learn it too. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Heck yeah. No, that's, I think it's important to understand that when every time you make a move like that, you're increasing your odds. You're not scaring fish, putting them down, whatever you want to call it. Use the fluorocarbon, something like you're talking about the sniper line. You have a better chance of catching those fish. So oh, wintertime, they're finicky. So you got to put all the odds in your favor the best you can and, and using that bait, the right kind of line, you're going to catch them. So congrats on that. All right. And, uh, before I say goodbye to you guys, uh, I want to thank you guys for all the knowledge that you put out. I want to thank everybody that donated last week to the uh, Monster Bass Cares. I appreciate it with all my heart. And uh, cool. we'll see you guys next week. Have a nice evening. Awesome. Yeah, maybe. we'll be here. Maybe. We'll be here. All right, maybe T-Rex. All right, let's take uh, – we, we got quite a few calls, so we got to get through them. Fixie, let's, let's run through them. Get, give me someone else. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from and what's your PB? Hello? Oh, no. Hello? One down. No, no. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. How's it going? Going good. Right on. Right on. Uh, What's your name? It's Brian. Right on. So, did you have a did you have a question? Yeah. Uh, how long should you let a jerk bait uh, set before you jerk it in cold in cold water? That's a great question. Okay, Rick, you want to give him you want to give him an answer, and I'll give him my opinion. Yeah, I think that uh, I think you want to mix it up. I think you're going to try variable speeds. I think you sometimes you're gonna you know you're gonna rip it, you're gonna pause it, let it just kind of flutter. You're gonna give it a twitch, 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 pause. Like I think you're gonna mix it up because you know right now you, you're just trying to get you're trying to get that fish to get a reaction bite out of it, and uh, I think the the more you mix up the cadence, the the more likely you're probably gonna see some success right now. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I live in, uh, yeah, Where do you I live in Kentucky Where do you live? and the water's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's my take Going on good. it too. And that's, a, yeah, Rick, Rick nailed it. When you're trying to figure out a pattern to kind of set you up for success for the day, that's what I was mentioning at the beginning of the show. If you can still hear me, when I was first yeah. fishing the jerkbait, I was covering water kind of fast just to see if I could find some fish and get some followers. Once I slowed down and you, you get the fish to commit, the biggest thing that you can do to help your success catch the second fish is cue in to when they struck it. People will say 30 seconds is a maximum time. I, I couldn't wait 30 seconds if you paid me. I mean, maybe if you pay me a lot, but to twitch a jerkbait and to wait one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, and then I'll, I'll go pause, pause, you know, like jerk, jerk, pause. It, mixing things up is important. The really important piece is to key into when the fish bit it and then be able to duplicate that same cadence. That's the important part. And I'll, I'll throw this out there. And this is the hardest part of fishing for a lot of people. If you catch a fish, yeah, exactly. you, you pause, you jerk, but, you kind of pause. When you catch the first fish, just remember but, your adrenaline, your adrenaline's going to beat it. Your heart rate's going to race. You're going to fish way faster on your second fish. So I'll just remind you, slow down in the winter and then after you catch a fish remind yourself slow down even more 
because you're going to be excited you finally caught a fish. So that's just a, a tip to help you catch a second fish. Still with us? All right. He's going fishing. He's excited. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, All right. I got it. He's yeah. like, I'm going. He's Love it. Well, listen, thanks a lot for calling in. And uh, hopefully you see some more success with jerk baits. Yeah. Send send us some messages. Let us know what is going in yeah. your area. We'd love to hear from all over the, the country, you know, what you're doing, how you're catching fish. All right. Uh, who do we got next? Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. This is Brian Carter. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Amazing, amazing. What do you have to tell? I like to tell you about the jerk. I, I love, I love those jerk baits, man. Uh, I have a lot of good luck on the jerk baits. I get it. Uh, make sure you turn down the, turn volume. the volume. Down yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, he got yeah. it. He got it. Yeah, I'm behind, on, yeah. I'm behind on the computer. Yeah, nope. you have me confused here a little bit. No worries. But, My- uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of good luck on the dirt bikes, man. I really do. And like you say, when it's warm, I try to put, I try to, like, I'm t- trying, trying to take it away from them, I'm trying to get away from them, and they will eat it up. But when it gets cold right now, you got to slow it down. Gotta slow it down. I watch them a lot on the Aqua View cameras too, and you know? I, I kind of learn a lot by by using the cameras. Sure. I watch that's other smart. people fish too. That's awesome. That's even better. That's that's a more improved forward facing sonar. You got a video camera. You get to watch. What is the longest time yeah. you'll pause? Do you pause for as far as like ten seconds? What's how long do you pause on a long pause? I don't. I don't usually pause for a very long time. If you pause too long, I feel like they're getting a good look at it. I say, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't have much luck. I don't. I don't pause long, but I do catch a lot of the fish on the pause. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I can't pause that long. I just think it's. It's partly why Rick didn't send that text out because he got distracted by something else. That's what happened. What and text? that's life. And that so that text back, the that T Rex didn't get his oh. text back. So that's why is yeah. when you're fishing and I'm I can't pause for that long. And I do the same thing if I'm texting somebody and somebody else calls. There's all these distractions. When that's why I jerk bait fish is it keeps me involved in the fishing in the wintertime rather than just waiting and hoping a fish bites, you know, a drop oh. shot or something. So yeah, I, I feel like in the wintertime too. The, the yellow perch pattern works really well because yellow perch are pretty active in the winter in the colder weather. Yeah, that's kind of like that that pattern. Yeah, that I have a lot, of, lot of luck in it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that simulates the yellow perch also. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right. And the, you, and the spinnerbait you had, I, I I I can't find that spinnerbait around here. That will, we have black, blackfish tournaments here every summer and i believe that one would be great for a blackfish tournament well, it's, it's, it's tough it can handle it you're getting it in this month's box it's awesome yeah i, I didn't I, I didn't see it either either it's not in mine or i haven't got that box yet you probably haven't gotten it yet it's it every, every box has got that spinner bait this month okay well i haven't got that box yet yep yeah, I look forward to getting it. That, that'll be a good blackfish book there. Love it. Love it. And, and another awesome. good tip for everybody, too. The spinner baits, if you fish them around treetops and wood, 
try to hit the wood, make it hit the tree yeah. top, and that will that will end up just right. Yep. Love it. Well, make sure when you get it, take it out. Let me know what you think. Okay, I sure will. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for calling in, man. Okay, you're welcome. All right, bye-bye. All right, Fixie, hit us up. What do we got? Go ahead, caller. Make sure when you get it. Oh, turn down the volume. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing, Rick? It's Heather. Oh, well, hello, yes. Heather. Yes, Heather called. All right. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You can yell at me. Hey, I got that. <laughs> well, my PB is 3.2 pounds. Love it. Just just to make that official. Okay. Yes. 3.2. Love it. And, yeah, this whole, our last show ever thing. Man, this, this show's been the reason I got back into fishing and fishing with lures. Heather, right, so Heather don't, don't listen to Rick. You know, live bait. We could always go back. We could always go on. Yeah, always go to. We could always go back to the geezer squad. Well, you know I love the geezer squad. I know the geezer. Those are my peeps. I I did love the geezer squad. Chris does know the geezer squad. I feel like I'm part of the geezer squad, so I think it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, we We used to we used to have we used to have we used to have late (laughs) night Instagram lives. Where, you know, I would drink a bottle of wine and talk to people, and we would end up talking about anything but fishing. It would turn into, I mean, I think one night some guy came in and talked about his sobriety for an hour and, like, his struggles that he was having. And we, like, we opened it up, and it was raw. It was amazing. And and there were nights like that, and then there were nights where we, like, talked about how we were going to make baits and, like, kind of mimic the Guggen Squad, but... It's going to be just like five old dudes with like, you know, bellies and T-shirts. And it was going to be so funny. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Good oh, time. yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. All right. So, Heather, what you're saying is. Hey, I, I did get the package that y'all sent out last week. Okay, great. So, are you saying and that. And I am loving the real. Amazing. What, which, what, well, real, I, what I, real did Rafi yeah. send? Uh, it was the K4000 from okay. 13 Fishing. Okay, great. There's the source line. Yep, yep. I'm glad you like and, it. And uh, so now I just need a rod to pair it up with. Are you calling to have me? I think she wants a rod. rod. <laughs> she's just asking nicely oh, for she's, a rod. She's looking for like the no, last. No, 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 no. I'm just asking. <laughs> That's right. I'm I... looking for ideas for a rod. Ooh, that's a good question. So... Yeah, because I'm, you know, seven foot's about the the length I can handle. That's the max length. Well, there you go. I mean, there's a um, lunk, there's a lunker stick with your name on it somewhere. So, Heather, what do you got? What are you looking to use that reel for? I don't know the kind of reel that was sent out, but what bait are you truly going to think oh. you're going to use with that? Well, it's definitely not going to be finesse because it's, it's a big reel. It's a much bigger reel than what I currently have. I've got a Shimano 2500 that I've had for years. Nice. Okay. And that's that whole thing is determining with the rod and the rod size based on your lure size. We talked a tiny bit about it with Rafi last week. It's a lot about loading the rod with the lure. So that's Mm. something to really consider when you go and you buy your rod, how heavy that lure is 
to properly cast it, it needs to load and then to be able to throw and release. So that's the consideration. If you're not going to be using finesse style baits, you can get away with a little heavier rod. If you're going to be using really small baits, these micro rods that are coming out and all the things we got with aggressively average angular, that's why those rods are so sensitive and so flexible is to be able to cast. And then realistically, it's about the size fish you're going to end up fighting as well. But, you know, decide if you can. And I, how many rods do you have right now? Because this is this question. We go down this rabbit hole. Do you have you have a couple rods? Do you have three rods? What do you got for fishing Dude. rods that you have set up? Well, I currently have four. I have uh, two two bait casters, different strengths, um, the spinning rod, and people are going to laugh at me, and I don't want to hear it in the chat, but I do still have a spin cast rod. It's one of the original Zebco 33s that I got Ooh. when I was a kid. You know, I was I was I, I was a teenager. Um, but you know. 30, 40 years later, it's still, because I take care of it, cast, you know, half. They cast phenomenal. Don't, there's a whole movement of like vintage fishing gear and a lot of like the cool kids nowadays, the push button, the spinners, there's so Love many that. people catching big fish. I mean, that was like the YouTube cool thing for a minute as you go and buy a Barbie rod and see how big of a fish you can catch. When all my kids grew up on the little push button, the oh. 303 Zebcos, don't don't discredit those. They work great. The the reel is one piece. The next thing really now is you'll start to notice you'll fish better with the rod. And so that's one consideration. The reel does an important job to retrieve the lure, but the rod tip will allow the lure to have the right action. And so this is the fun part of really deciding. It yeah. sounds like you got these four rods. Am I going to use this to crank? If I'm fishing a crankbait on a rod that's too stiff, it doesn't allow that vibration to happen. Same thing with, I mean, it gets so technical and fun really fast with spinner baits, how the, the lower blade really dictates how much action the secondary blade can have and how much pulse. And that's important with your rod tip as well. So I would say try to pick, you got enough rods, pick the baits that you want to dedicate to that rod and then buy the right rod that's matched and paired up to make those baits work most effectively. And then you'll, you'll have a little bit more success. And that's, and that's very valid. And I really appreciate the education because with, I'm, lo I'm looking for a more stout spinning rod than the one I currently have. Cause yeah. the one I have doesn't handle heavier weights, you know, Perfect. and because of monster bass boxes that I used to get, there's a lot of baits I haven't been able to fish because they're just not right for the rods that I have. Yeah. So I was looking yeah. to, you know, get a more stout rod so I could throw the heavier, heavier lures. Heck yeah. And, and it's funny because the bass fishing world, we somehow, I don't know where this happened is we got confused that you have to use a bait caster on bigger baits. And then, the second you go to an inshore fisherman, that's they're right. they're not just fishing for bass; they're fishing for redfish and they're fishing for for snook. You got fish that are forty inches long. They're not using bait casters anymore right. because the effective drag on the spinning reel works a little bit better. So, don't if anybody's heckling you ever, send them my way if they're bugging you for throwing a bait of <laughs> any size or any sort with a spinning rod and a spinning reel because I. You can use a spin bait. You can use a spinner rod for a big swim bait. Doesn't matter. Just fish, fish your game, do your thing, and and you'll be successful. So good on you. 
Yeah, and thanks for calling in, Heather. Well, it's thank good. You very it's, much. It's, it's good to hear your voice again. Good to talk hey, to you, Rick. All right. I asked hey, Heather, for a uh, new Monster Bass subscription, so we'll see what happens. All right. Fingers crossed. Call in next. Call in next week when we have our show again, Heather. We'll see. Well, All right. We have like thirty-six. Thank thumbs you both up. very much. You guys had a great night. All right. Thanks, Heather. You too. All right. Bye. All right, Fixie. Hit us up. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Hey, Rick. Hey, what's going on? I'm from Illinois. Nice. Hey, man. This is Derek. I called you a couple months ago. Okay. And you sent my son a rod for his birthday. For his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was super excited. Yeah, man. Awesome. And he's got, he got two of the boxes. I gave him both of the boxes that came in the meantime after I subscribed for his birthday also. So he had a nice monster bath birth, bath I lo- birthday. I love that. I love that. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, this can't be your last show, dude. Like, no. No way. Why not? I mean, no way. listen, I, I give you an no. hour back, an hour and a half back every every <laughs> every Wednesday. You can go watch reruns of Chandler Bing and, uh, you know. <laughs> I hear you, man. No, I, I, he he got a lot of really, really good stuff, and we only did the silver package because that's what I can afford. But all the stuff he got was great. Silver package The rods great. were great. Amazing. Like, yeah, man. Like, I, I was – very impressed with what the quality of the boxes were and it's december in illinois so yep. the weather is you know well, it's let me, not great and let me we've done more hunting than fishing but so nice now let me ask you this do you watch like the video do you like make time to watch videos with your son and talk about fishing and stuff yeah i just i just shared the video with him yesterday that i got on my email about the cold water bait yeah and, you know, I would love to be able to go out and do all the things on those videos, like right when I watch them so yeah. I can remember it. Yeah. But, you know, but he, he absorbs it, That's you know, great. and cool. yeah, and he, he loves fishing and so do I. It's just finding the time, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't want this to be the last show ever because I do enjoy I do enjoy the monster bass lives when I get the chance to check in. So, all right, I get the text messages alerts, and if I'm not driving, I'm I usually tune in like I did tonight. So, well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm really glad your son uh, loved what he got. And uh, oh yeah, all right, I, I got him a really nice reel to go on it too for Christmas. So nice. He's he's set up for for next year That's when we so start doing fishing again. So. Good, good. Yeah, right. I, was I, hope, before, I hope we get to go. I was going to give your son to go just, before it freezes up. Yeah, I'll give your son a go fun ahead. wintertime assignment. Can you can you set out some plastic cups? Like think of like the red cups that people might use for other games with ping pong balls and things. But like if you put some cups, cup, yeah. Yeah, so, so you got your solo cups. Get him, pretend like he's on a bass boat. Maybe get a milk crate or something to have him sit on that. You can even do it in your living room in the yard. But have him practice flipping and pitching. And it doesn't matter whether he's got a bait caster yeah. or spinning rod. It doesn't matter. You can scissor flip and do all these different things to work on his presentation. Practice having that bait. And you just, you know, like maybe put a one ounce weight on there, no hook. 
and have him practice to slide it closer right. to the ground, have him do some flops that'll actually land a little bit more vertical and fall straight down. So he can do some some living room fishing during the wintertime, get him connected. If he's watching a video on Monster Bass, then have him probably yeah. have that rod in his hand and, and do some of that stuff. It keeps you excited yeah. during the wintertime, and then he'll be a better angler come spring. So that's something to – even though you're not having the chance to go out and fish, at least he's practicing right. those skills. Yeah, and that's, then, that's good advice. That's good advice. Yeah, other, I appreciate that. Get, yeah, and then get him two pieces of string. This is the whole Scoutmaster. I'm the worst at tying knots, but if you can get, like, shoelaces – Maybe oh, some man. different colors. He can no, practice tying to knots. I'm the worst. <laughs> we could have yeah. a battle someday of the worst <laughs> knot tires. But, oh, but man. If you, Dude, I, I turned 46 and my eyeballs just straight turned to jello when it comes to that close. I can't see yeah. up close anymore. It's, it's terrible. I get it's it. terrible. So terrible. that fly fishing, you got these tiny little midge flies. And you're trying, like, that's horrible. But that's yeah. if you get them to practice tying his knots. And then that way, like, practice that crazy yeah. knot. Like, and it, you got these knots going from braid to fluorocarbon, not just tying the lure on. Once he gets good at tying those knots and he wants to change his lures out in the water, way more successful fishing. So there's some there's some homework to yep. do during the off season. So that's cool. For sure. And those and those pamphlets that, that you guys send in those boxes are awesome. Like they really are awesome. And he read them both back and I said, file them away. And next year, when you are getting ready to go fishing, read them again because the information in those pamphlets that come in those boxes is very good, especially for, you know, a 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of years left of fishing, and every bit of information that he can file away is money in the bank. So I, I really think those boxes were an awesome present for him and also for his future as an angler so love that couldn't agree more i mean you that's guys are awesome and i appreciate cool. your show and everything so all right don't let it be the last rick please. all right i appreciate you <laughs> thanks so much for calling in man i really appreciate you calling back in and let me know about your son that's awesome all right let's what do you say we take that next call and i'm gonna give this caller an option all right, caller. Hello. Go ahead. You there? Oh no. Hello. Oh no. Uh, they're scared. The, right. I, I feel like they're like they're out. They hung up. Okay. Next. Go ahead, Fixie. What do we got? All right, go ahead, caller. Here's the deal. Oh. Go ahead. Where are you from? Hello? Hello? We've got a hello. How's it going? Hello? Can you hear me? It's not going good. Oh, no. I think you got technical difficulties here. Uh, can you hear us? We, we got you. Hello? He's getting Hello. help in the background. Yeah, yeah here we got you. We got you. How's it going, man? I can't hear any of you guys. You, <laughs> you, you can't hear us. Maybe. Hello. I can't hear you through the phone or nothing. All right, we're gonna hang up on you. I know your number. Call back in, and we'll pick it back up. 
I won't make you wait for a long time. I'm going to take one more call, and we'll come right back to you. All right, I know what number it is. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next call. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Hello. Hey. How's it going? Oh, no. Hello? This is definitely our last show, Fix. <laughs> Just It was going so good. We almost saved it. Uh, all right restart oh, free, don't worry we, i got your number two we're gonna we're gonna restart the system fix is pulling the old it move did you restart your computer and uh so i see you three oh my goodness i see you callers we're we're gonna Sorry, get to you he might have to restart this thing but what we can do is we can use this as a moment to uh to remind you that uh, if you're consuming this live, great. But if you're not, you can uh, you can listen to this wherever you find your uh, your favorite podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Amazon or even Apple. Uh, don't forget, uh, put your golden ticket numbers in the chat. This is uh, probably one of your last times to ever be able to do so because they're going away. And uh, as always, I want to thank you guys for your support and uh, giving us the ability to... Uh, to, to spend a few hours a week with you guys each and every week. It's, uh, it's, 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 on an, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do so. Um, well, he's doing that. You want to go? Yeah. I think you got a couple more. You still got a few more baits in that. Box. I do. I do. I mean, I still have the brand new Vibe Master Blade bait. I mean, th this thing, I could pull it out. Although, hold on. Here, I, I, yeah, I got you. You've got I think one. I got one. I got one right here. Look at that yeah. bad boy. I love that. Ooh. Fix, you give us a collar. Let's see if it works. Hello? Hello? Hey, how's it going? All right, you. How are you doing, Rick? Oh, we're doing great. See, it's the old IT director <laughs> trick. Restart it and it all works. Yeah, I got that. I called in like three times. I got like disconnected because you did have some difficulties. I couldn't hear you through my phone. Yeah. For the record, I didn't have any difficulties. <laughs> Fixed it. It's all good. But we're all good now. So what's going on, man? No, not much. I don't know. I was wondering the um, Excalibur that you were showing earlier. Yes, sir. Um. Well, I call my best, best TV on that. In which you, I called in a plenty of time. You probably know me, Rick. Just to see where I caught my TV smallmouth bass. I always talk to Chris. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, anyway, what I wanted to say was that X caliper, I used the square bell, the small one, and I caught that five pound, three ounce smallmouth. Yeah. And, um, that, it, and that's, the only like crankbait I ever like you started using, yeah. and then I lost it, and I was really mad. And I can't find it on your website. It was like this one point five square bell, I do believe. Mm -hmm. It's got the red eyes and it's a shad, black and silver. I'm looking. Hold on. Well, I'm looking. Do I have it? I see the square bill. Hold on. So what you're saying is you need one of those. Yeah, because of I, I because 
it's got to have the red eyes. I don't know what's about the red eyes, but I'm telling you right now, the red eyes make a difference. A lot of my fish over the summer last year came on red eyes. All right, I'll tell you what. Do me a favor. Email me at rickatmonsterbass.com. I'll look in the garage and see what I've got. I don't have any in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll see what's in the garage. And if I've got one, I'll send it to you. Oh. It's awesome. Cool, that will work. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, no problem. And you can't you can't cancel your show because uh, my fellow firefighters, I told them about the show, and you might have some new members and stuff yeah. in boxes, and they're going to tune in to the show. So, well, I wouldn't want to disappoint some of my fellow firefighters. I wouldn't want to disappoint some fellow firefighters. Oh, I got to take care of them. <laughs> first responders. We got to we got to you know yeah. we got to be here to support our first responders. They take care of us. So. We're, we're going nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. I'm throwing the law, the law down. We're here. Rick Rick needs to take a sabbatical. It's fine. We'll cut, We'll just keep talking. It's, <laughs> we'll just talk about fishing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cold up here in upstate New York, and I don't like doing, like, cold fishing, so I have to wait until, like, it's, like, April. Where is upstate New York? And it's, like, five months. Um, I'm, like, 45 minutes from Albany West. Where specifically cool. do you live? You know, Albany. I'm in Johnstown, New oh, York. Yeah, sure. I grew up in Syracuse. Yes, I know where that is. You're about, that Syracuse is about four hours away from me. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah, sure. In fact, I talked to a, uh, a SUNY school today that is starting a bass fishing program, and they wanted to talk to me about how to get it started and, and, and everything. So, yeah. Oh, cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So can I ask you, what do you do in the off season? You got five months where it's too cold. You don't want to fish in the cold weather and the cold water. What do you do? do I you watch just a lot of put... videos. Oh, cool. Yeah, put, put fishing on the back burner, watch, watch videos. Get excited. Yeah, I watch fishing videos. You know, I, I study, you know, take my rods apart and my reels and grease them and put them back together. And just, you know, five months, it's like, what am I going to do? It's like, yeah. there's nothing to do outside. It's like cold and snow and, oh. You're not sitting at home secretly waiting for a fire, are you? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it's just, um, I'm, I'm off the next two days. Amazing. And then my shift starts, shift starts back up on Friday. So nice. it's like four days on, three days off. Good on you. Good on you. I appreciate your service. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I appreciate your guys' show. And, hey, Rick, you know what? My whole tackle box is nothing full of monster bass. Because I I was a member for you since last year, like last May or April. Yeah. And my whole box is nothing but filled with monster bass. Appreciate you so much, man. It's awesome. What was your PB? Five pounds, three ounce smallmouth. We're shooting for six. And I caught that on that. And I caught that on that. Um, like I told you that um, crankbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's why I want. That's why I want that crankbait back. Yeah, the top, the top fish. PB, yes, I he do because I caught a lot of fish on that. I get it. Don't yeah. worry, man. Oh, Don't cool. worry. We'll that's we're, cool. we're we're breaking six pounds this year. I feel it. Yes, I'm hoping, man. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. All right, listen, man, I appreciate you. And like I said, if, uh, 
shoot me an email, and if I can find one in my garage, it's yours. Absolutely, work. We'll do that. All right, buddy. So that's marketingandmethodbass.com? Sure, send it there. All right. All right, buddy. All right, thank you, guys. You guys had be safe. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, thank you. All right. Cheers. All right, where we got? Go ahead, caller. Hey, what's up, Rick? What's up, Chris? This is the hype man. Oh, what's going on, bro? Hype. Oh, you know, just uh, we're bouncing in and out of uh, winter weather down here as far as jumps. Uh, you know, 35 one day, 61 the next, you know, pretty typical for the South. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, now I, uh, you got to have another show. I mean, you just don't have a choice. I have surgery next Wednesday, and I want to call in. Oh, great. Post up. With, are, with are, the you best, are you gonna uh, call medicine that can be? Oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine? He's gonna be all drugged he's, up. Yeah, he's gonna be all hopped up on oxy or something, whatever they give him at the hospital, and he's gonna be like ah, <laughs> confessing his life story to us. Done. That's gonna. That's worth it. I'm that's tuning right. in. Hey, that's... you know what? All right, I'll tell you what. Here's I mean, the deal. It even says it yeah. even says on the bottom it says it's a raw raw unfiltered take. I mean, right. more raw and unfiltered than that. All right. Here's the deal. You. Call in next week, post-op. I'll put you on the show first the moment we see it. I'll do it just for you. I can't, I, I can't say no to, uh, to someone in surgery. That's right. Yeah, I'm getting the ACL replaced, which I think I mentioned that before. Tore it, blew it out, rolling a four-wheeler. A couple, it's actually been seven weeks. So I've been walking around fine, yeah, yeah. but... Um, so I need to just dr- every now and then you feel it. Yeah. So I need to drop. You don't need the ACL. It's fine. I need, just an yeah. extra piece. <laughs> I need, okay. so it's fine. I can drop you from my fantasy <laughs> roster this year. Uh, yes, that, right. that would be correct. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I actually did have the option. I did have the option not to do it, but I referee soccer. And I do college. I did a couple top 25 matchups this year. So you just, you can't, you got to get it done. So I did ask the doctor. I told him, I said, can I get a five-star athlete donor? Ligament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't want a couch potato piece going in your body. No. You got to get you got a fine-tuned athlete. Get a yeah. good part. Yeah, that's good. We're transferring into that's right. the, yeah. Transfer <laughs> portals open. No, it's all good. Good. All right, listen. All good. In case, in uh, case. Definitely, definitely looking. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. Go ahead. I was going to tell you, I'm really excited about the blades. That's uh, the blade base. That's that's one of my confidence, one of my go-tos. I think it's, you know, it's versatile, like folks talk about the jig, but I use it, you know, bouncing on the bottom. I'll yo-yo it almost like, you know, mm. like, a, like, a, like a messed out lipless. Um, that's what it is. You know, so I, I love them. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I got a whole new name. Thank you for that. Because yeah. it's like a it's a lipless on crack. I can't yeah. wait to go out. Like we got the cracked one. We've, oh yeah. man, the lipless on crack. Thanks for that. I love that. All right, listen. If for some reason you don't call in because you're all jacked up, I really hope your surgery goes well and uh, make sure when you do come back that you give us a call. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling. There's no doubt. I'm already. I've already given my kid 20 bucks to dial this number next week. Oh, my goodness.
Hold on, you guys. Hold on. I'll let you get to someone else. All right. Okay. All right, bye. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Hello? Hi. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? I just finished my finals. How'd you do? Uh, I don't know yet, but... How do you feel? I definitely know I at least passed, so that's good. Well, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's great news. Yeah. Yeah. You're on uh, Monster Bass Live right now. Hello, Monster Bass hey. Live. Yeah. Hey, yes. Congrats on passing your finals. That's good. Let them know. That's cool. That's all I had to say. Okay. All right. I will. Uh, I'll call you after the show. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Also, I have work till six thirty, and then I can leave tomorrow. Okay. We're going for okay. sushi tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll talk cool. to you tomorrow. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you too. All right. Bye. All right, sorry, I had to take care of business. Priorities. Let's go to number three. Yeah. Hello? Hello, is that me? Yeah, it's you. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Oh, hey, uh, yeah, like, uh, I'm Adam. This is the first time I'm calling. Okay. Usually I, first of all, you guys, I was coaching when you guys have the show on. Uh, but anyway, uh, first of all, I'll say, hey, congratulations on finals. I picked my daughter up today from... Uh, uh, her dorm room. Uh, Where she go to school? Also, want to say thanks for. Uh, she goes to Chicago State University. Nice, congratulations uh, to you. I live. With, huh? Congratulations to you. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Also, want to say, hey, I, you guy, you sent me two fishing poles. I gave one to my kid, uh, and he said it was the lightest thing he's ever used because we went to the Kentucky Lake uh, two weeks ago. Cold as hell, and. and but uh we didn't catch anything but uh he loved the pole okay amazing uh, the white one yeah yeah and uh and uh, i received my box uh, i got a question uh if you guys are talking about i don't have too much over here i don't really have i don't have a boat but i, I go river fishing here um and the river here is only maybe two feet deep at the most I, uh, I, I have one spot that I always go fishing, but how do you fish that? Uh, I know there's I know there's tons of bass in there. I know there's pike and carp, and I just haven't been having luck. I let the waters high, and uh, but we haven't had anything high. So, just that question. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll give you a couple ideas. Uh, do you know what a Ned rig is? It's like a there's a yeah, Ned I've rig. Been learning about it. I'm just going to throw this up here. I got a couple options and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a Ned rig. This is right here is called a shaky head. And I don't know if you can see the screen, but you can go back to the show later. The shaky head. This is a round ball jig head. It's basically any kind of weight that has a hook connected to it. Get yourself a small uh-huh. piece of like a small plastic. If you've got, if you have a, like a Cinco worm, if you've got a stick bait, cut that thing in half. If you've got yeah. shallow water, just to test it out, and you're talking about a lot of bass, I have a local river near me. It's really, really shallow. It's called the Bear River. Tons of smallmouth bass in it. Get a real small creature bait or a small Ned rig, head, like a bait. Throw out some kind of jig head and just bounce it on the bottom. And you're going to have all these fish that are probably really close to the bottom. If it's that shallow, the fish are really stuck to the cover. And they're going to stick to those rock crevices and things. Wow. Chances chances are you're going to get hooked up in things and you're going to lose some baits and that's fine. But throw it around, see what happens. The other idea is 
don't be afraid to throw a jerk bait. That one that we were just showing you, if you get a jerk bait with a really small bill, yeah. it's not going to dive too deep. Make sure it's like a floating suspending. You can kind of keep those high, the spinner bait. If you can move something across the water column kind of quick, river fish oftentimes are really good at dealing with the current and grabbing fish and bait and moving in and out of where their cover oh. spots are. So don't be afraid to fish something that moves okay. quick uh, and, and just give it a shot. Be prepared to change lures all the time. Sure. If it's that shallow, be prepared to snag things. Um, if it's only a couple of feet deep, if it's safe, yeah. you can walk out and retrieve it. But I have a lot of success in shallow yeah. rivers using micro jigs and things. Have, did you see the show where they were talking about that new ultralight rod? I don't know if you followed um, that with you. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, That's I, something I, to I, I watched there. someone, but I didn't have to see that one. Yeah, it's, it's just to really increase the amount of fish, the presentation of smaller jigs and things. Not to say you don't have big fish in a small river because or a shallow river that you can have some big fish. And you talked about maybe pike and things. You want to have the right gear to battle the fish and depending on the size. But, you know, definitely look into some smaller micro jigs and the smaller microplastics and you can, okay. you can have a tremendous time in a shallow river like that. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try that out. I, I... I, I will say the whopper, the whopper popper you got uh, sent me. That I caught quite a few black bass with that. So thank you very much. I like that bass. That's, <laughs> that, that's awesome. That bait, you know? yeah. yeah. Top water. Right. That's, uh, well, and uh, I, I am a, I am a veteran, and thank, thank you, you guys for supporting us. And uh, and I, and I uh, cannot pitch up uh, uh, if there's any veterans. I, I love the organization. Uh, uh, better, um, uh, I'll take a vet fishing. All right. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate so, uh, you. If you're in the mid, yeah, yeah. If you're in the Midwest or like in Florida, just go take a vet out. You go out and everything's free. It's great. That's cool. All right. Thank. Thanks for. I'm glad I got in. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you. Right. Appreciate your service. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, Chris. I want to be cognizant of time. Yeah. We got five minutes left in the show, and we have how many calls in the queue? Four. Let's do it. Minute apiece. All right. Go ahead. Fixie, you're in charge. All right. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Hey, guys. Mar oh, Marty Lawson. Hey. I can name that tune Marty in Lawson. two notes. Hey, Moss Bass Bears. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through this real quick. Yes, sir. How you doing, guys? Hope you're having a good night. Yeah. Looks like you are. Uh, Moss Bass Bears, the gentleman that just called in about uh, supporting the veterans, that's what we do with Monster Bass Bears. You can donate money directly to an account, and that account gets used to send free fishing tackle from Monster Bass to veteran tournaments uh, that we support. Okay. Um, so the guy that was talking about his eyes going bad, um, <laughs> I carry a needle threader in my tackle box that really, really helps with poor eyesight and thin lines. Uh, you can just push out through the eye of the hook. It gives you a little bit more leverage, push it through the eye of the hook. Then you can thread your thin line and pull it right through. It's a great tool. Folks whose eyesight's getting bad like mine, it's a great thing to, to have. Rick, yes, sir. the spinnerbait is sitting there on your microphone. Yes, sir. I cannot wait to get that. Um, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of snakehead in the Rappahannock uh, real close to my house. And uh, I am definitely wanting to go and take that out there. Um, and Chris, just let you know, uh, 
snakehead are not afraid of braid. <laughs> yeah, no, snakehead uh, don't care about anything. Snakehead, good... snakehead, they'll eat, they'll eat your face. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, they're they're a cool fish. Yeah, yeah a lot uh, of their a lot of their baits, their frogs will actually have braid on the front of them, and they're pre-tied with the braid leader so they don't cut through your normal line. So that's cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are even times when, you know, I've had a real thin steel leader on something like a whopper flopper, especially when the when the uh, the parents are guarding the fry. It's a lot of fun to drag a real small whopper flopper across the top of those fry, and uh, they will just crush it. So, hey, is my minute up? Two minutes, minutes up. Out. I was gonna. You're done. So I was gonna tell you. Here's your here's your needle <laughs> threader right here. Your monster bass, your bobber stoppers, weight stoppers, you can use that. You flare out one of those pieces of wire, and it's probably hard to see. But if you flare it, yep. you can stick that through the eyelet, and you pull your line right back through. So that's a mm. that's an old-fashioned trick to threading perfect. really small eyelets. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You must be a scout master. Something yeah, like perfect. that. perfect. <laughs> Great for real small uh, diameter line if you're using that ultralight rod. Yep. All right, Marty, thanks, thanks for, for calling. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, what? one one quick thing. Uh -huh. One quick thing. Uh -huh. I got five of the uh, of my flatline um, uh, crankbaits today. Can't wait to use them. And I got a bunch of the blade baits coming in the mail. They're on their way. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Cool. Thank you, Marty. All right. Who's next? Powering through. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, this is Alex. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just uh, getting out of work and uh, had a chance to hop on. So appreciate. Uh, always good to hear you guys. So, I just have a few questions, but man, I've been doing a lot of uh, like mainly all season. I I had been doing night fishing. I do like bass and walleye. Uh, really, whatever I can get on, but uh, mainly bass and walleye. Um, just started noticing, obviously, with the weather changes. I mean, sometimes like during the day we'll be up in the 60s, and then obviously like mid-30s later on in the day. I'm out in Colorado. Um, started to see that the, the night bite kind of cooling down unless I get them right after sunset. Mm -hmm. um, you think that just has to do with temperature changes with the water throughout the day? or? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, night bite is phenomenal where I live. We live for the night bite because fish get really stupid at night and they feel like they're safe. They don't have birds worried, yeah. you know, they're not going to get eaten. They come up to feed a lot at night. So just understand that they're probably not traveling up into the shallows because the water is now colder at the surface. So they're not going to come up to feed as much. So oh. as that water changes, that's what's really happening is your fish are just kind of staying down. They used to in the summertime, they'll come up and they'll eat anything. Top water is awesome. Big baits, swim baits, night bite yep. is incredible. Wintertime transition, when yeah. they leave that warmer water, the thermocline, everything's changed. It's warmer down below. So they're probably not going to venture up because it gets dark. But still, the night bite works. But think about the night bite. It may end up transitioning into deeper water. They, they do still see that it's dark. I mean, fish don't have eyelids. We always tease like the night and the sun and all these different things make an important difference in a fish's life, but they don't have to go and really feed at night. So you're spot on. It happens at transitions. They're going to feed different when it gets dark, but you're not going to have the same summertime night bite. That makes sense. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah I've been throwing a lot of jerk picking, trying to stick with the pauses. It seems like that's been effective. Maybe I just need to go out a little bit further. I've been throwing like still throwing like five to 10 yards out. I think I need, and I have been noticing I've been getting more bites around 15 to 20 or a feet. I should say not yards. Sorry. Uh, 
so yeah maybe that that's what i got to stick out a little bit further quit trying to catch them right there at the at the at the uh yeah. shallows like i was further hey they'll be they'll be back in the spring just look forward to that because they're going to still travel up and you know you can get some fish that are going to come and move around at different times but yeah the, the summertime night bite is probably dropped off in your area and and same thing like you said yeah. just fish out a little deeper that's where the fish are at so keep us posted yep that's what that i'm for- lastly just a, a quick quick question um with the braid uh do you think at night braid straight braids of like jerks and stuff like that matters do you think you still need I, leaders at night or do you think I, no, they can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fish, the fish can't see it. They're not. They're, I mean, they could see a little different than we do underwater. And at night, they actually see different than a human's eye. But don't worry about the the line. It's dark. They don't care. They're just if they see something, but the movement, they feel it. They're going to go and eat it. Agreed. So yeah, get after it. Yeah, I mean the break. We get, we go crazy. I won't waste a lot of extra time. But I mean, you can cover up fish's eyes. They literally have done suction cup tests where they cover fish's eyes and they still go i'm sure you've caught a bass or two that have one eye that there don't worry about your brain yeah. and stuff at night just let's go fish that's cool, cool. All right. thanks guys thanks man all right last call last call go ahead and call her oh i i get to be the last call gramps night, huh? <laughs> see how that is i can name that tune in two notes meant to be Yes, sir. Hey, Gramps. How so, are you? I got my uh, I I got my order of the flat lines in, and in the what the color that should be known on the website as the Gramps Chartreuse Black Back. But uh, this is true. This I is think true. Our last fishing day of the year, the last fishing day of the year, most likely because we got to sell kayaks and get re-rigged with new kayaks for you know the upcoming. It's probably going to be on Friday. we got a decent day. We're going to go hit the river. Obviously, I'm going to have my lunker sticks and my, my new flat lines in that I just got in in perfect timing. Uh, looking forward to really putting a smack down with those and then some of the other baits this time of year in the river. Uh, one last fish effort to chase some smallies. The largies are pretty much pulled off and harder to find in deeper water. So we're going to go make one last river run trying to catch some smallies but one of the wanted to let you know i was i was looking over the flat lines that i got in the box because i got the cracks and the uh, green sexy mm. and then when i got my order in with my color i was like oh and anybody <laughs> who watched my video last night and understands the power of this color in stained water and how it got me out of halfway back in the field into the top 30 in the kbf championships understands the power of this color and why i trust it so much so if you've got stained water this is the color you need to be throwing 100 percent. so we're gonna go beat up the lucker sticks in the river and try to catch some smallies before closing it down we might be going out and doing some power pan fishing and, and stuff like that over the winter but we'll, we'll keep at it but uh i also want to know man when are we going to see some restocks of the tungsten that's one of my favorite deals on monster bass that i talk about all the time and uh, I know uh, it's probably hard to get. You guys are in resupply time too, but I figure it's got to be coming because this is the time of year where people are going to shop you to death because it's it's, it's spending season. <laughs> am, am, am I am I out? You should have that in the smaller weights, which oh. is really what everybody loves—the smallest weights. Because when we throw them on Texas rigs and we're throwing them on those those little uh, like bug baits and so forth mm-hmm. that we love to drag on the bottom. Those those smallest tungsten are the most popular by far that you'll probably sell more than anything combined. You know what I mean? 
Oh, you weren't lying. You weren't joking. I am out. Yeah, he know he knows. And hey, I'm gonna throw in the Dude, California I, Delta guys. We need some big weights. We need some one ounce, one and a half, one and a quarter, two. So we'll we'll talk about that after the show. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, them, them boys are out there punching, and we're out here dragging in, in, in fast-moving rivers and, and strip right. and such. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. The small, the smaller, the better. It allows that bait. Like, I fish in a lake that has a lot of mud, and if you can Texas rig and keep it suspended up on that grass or that mud, that's that's money. So you're speaking my language. And for those of us who fish a lot of rock and structure on the bottom, I mean, that tungsten huh. with the sensitive rod, I mean – it's, it's you don't need forward facing sonar. You can feel what's down there with good quality fluorocarbon and these lunker sticks. I mean, you can feel every little tape as you're coming across rocks, and you can tell the difference between wood, sand, mm-hmm. you know, rock, all that, dude. Okay. I know Chris knows that. Yeah, that's it. You're the human fish finder right there. I love it. Gramps yeah, knows what's up. Gramps, I'll tell you what. Why don't yeah, you shoot me a, a Slack or an email? Tell me what sizes you want, and I'll make sure that those are coming in. All right, homeboy, will do. All right, I just wanted to holler in before you guys got off the air tonight. Good show as usual. Sorry I haven't been in too many lives, but I've been fishing out, fishing the tournaments and closing the season, and I got a ton of edit, editing I got to do for my channel too. So, of course. Doors will be having more coming. Of course, we're going to be working with Monster Bass in 2024 again. Love it. Thank you, Gramps. Sweet. See you, Gramps. Hey, Oh, don't worry, Fixie. Don't. Thanks, Gramps, for calling in. Really appreciate you. Uh, I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can make this our last show. There were too you many. Got over a hundred, a hundred likes. You, like, I did. They're in the chat. Right. Yeah, there's there's over a hundred and four now. All you right. If it. everyone could do me a favor, let's try and get to one twenty right now. Can everyone bang that thumbs up button really quick? And if so, Fix, go grab me. Fix, go grab me another golden ticket. All right. Yeah, if we get to 120. If we don't, you know, whatever. But, but, we're going to have another show. Because I don't want to disappoint Heather. I don't want to disappoint some of these other people. We got new firemen. Firemen. You got the firemen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right, so we'll be back next week. But I want to thank you guys. This is... This reminds me of the old school days when we would take, we would just literally have shows and we would just take calls and talk about fishing the entire time. Random questions. I love it. They're my favorite shows ever. And this was definitely one of my favorites, partly because Rafi wasn't here. Yeah. And uh, something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we won't tell him. No, it went no. really well. It was nice. It was good chatting with you, all the callers. It was good. And totally. you know what? We'll, we'll let him wiggle back in, but we'll keep track of that guy. All right. How many likes we got there, Fixie? 104? That's fine. Yeah, I'll get another golden ticket up there on the screen. All right, so the first one is Andrew Williams, M78409, and James Garrity, M73278. Shoot me an email at marketingatmonsterbass.com. Picture with you and your ticket. Make sure you give me your address because if you don't give me your address, well, then you just shared with me a picture of you and your ticket, and I don't know where to send stuff. So uh, we didn't get to the five questions. I'm going to... Did I win? Uh, did I did I won? I crushed it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you one question. Uh, does February have 28 or 29 days next year? 28. Uh, I don't know. Is it leap year? I'm going to say 28. Just to it's guess. a leap year. You're wrong. See, you would have lost. So, uh, 
So, but see, it always has twenty eight. That's why I said twenty eight because it does have twenty eight. Only sometimes it has twenty nine. Oh, okay, so fine, I got, fine, uh, fine. That's, that's all right. So that's because I have six kids mm. and I get those dad those yeah. dad questions all the time. I get it. I so, get it. Uh, you know, I played yeah. safe. I won. Yeah. That's right. Well, congratulations. You're a winner. And <laughs> thank, uh, you. <laughs> thank you for uh, for. We went over by about nine minutes. I want to say thank you. I know everyone at home is uh, is grateful that we did. We got to all our callers. I feel pretty good, and I think we can uh, we can call it a day. What do you say? Do it. Hey, it was good. It was fun. It was good chatting to people. When the when the dad called and he said that like we've made a difference being connected to Monster Bass. He gets his rod. His son's excited. Like the good cherishable moments. I know Fix has a baby coming, and how mm-hmm. cool is that? I mean, your son calls like. Fishing is amazing, and then life is even that much bigger, and yeah. we're a part of these people's lives, and, and it's like those are cool moments, so yeah, I appreciate I being part of that. Yeah, really thank neat, you. So. My, yeah, heck yeah. My privilege. All right, guys, we'll, uh, we're going to see you next week. We will have uh, Bear, who is the owner and uh, designer of the spinnerbaits. Uh, we're going to be talking about those and... He's got these new frogs. I don't know if you can see oh, them, yeah. but uh, these are really interesting. We'll uh, we'll have those out for you next week, and uh, we'll be back with uh, another great show. And uh, until then, stay safe, and thank you guys so much for your support. We love you. Bye. All right, see you guys.